Okay. <laughs> Hi, Az. <laughs> What's up? Oh, you know. Metaphys and shit. Yeah. What'd you do this week? No, no, you first. What'd you do this week? I finished the series of girls. So that happened. That was a journey. For anyone who's been watching that show, it ended. <laughs> um, we said goodbye to it. Spoiler alert. No, 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 no alert. I, I refuse to talk about it. I'm just going to feel disdainful. So I did that. I uh, I ate horrible things at a hockey game. I wasn't at the hockey game. I was just watching it on TV at a bar that favored <laughs> hockey. I um, thought you went to the game. That's funny. I did not go to the game. I like that. I went to a place called Professor Tom's in uh, New York. <laughs> I think it was in the – I don't know. It might have been like around Gramercy or something. I don't really know where I am half the time. But yeah, it's like a Boston Bruins like kind of themed bar, and um, me and my boyfriend are from that area, and watched the game, and it was terrible. But I ate a bunch of tater tots and wings and whatever, so that's what I did. What did you do Sounds this week? Fun. It was fun. Um, I it's spring, so like I get like spring seasonal depression. I've realized, which mostly centers around like my terrible allergies. So like yesterday, I just stayed at home with like tissues stuffed up my nose constantly sneezing and I've just been sad that it's spring because the trees are blooming right now <laughs> and the trees blooming are beautiful but it they hate me it attacks you yeah no today Does it make you feel nostalgic in a weird way like what I don't know like nostalgic is, is it just like an allergies thing I didn't know what, like, spring. Oh, the spring depression. Yeah. I mean, also, like, you know, it's getting warm out, and I don't like changes that much, even though, like, I do want to get warm out. I don't like having to change my routine. This is what I was digging and, for. And, um, <laughs> you know, like, everyone I know, like, literally everyone I know has their birthday right now. So it's just, like, a lot's going on. Like, my mom, my husband, you, Lindsay, Courtney. I'm like, not doing my anything. My dad. Um, their anniversary, just like every, like a lot's going on, a lot's changing. Also, I'm sick. You just said you, but like I'm, nothing's happening to me. What? You're like your birthday. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like, mean, your birthday's so never chill, stressful. Though. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm lying. I'm, I'm totally not. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come. <laughs> well, no, I'm gonna be there. But yeah, I just today's been the first day I could breathe in like three days because it's cold out. It's awesome. I love today. Today's perfect weather. Cloudy, no sun, a little cold. Yeah, it was <laughs> Everything's a little dying. chilly. And I think I know what you mean. I don't really have that necessarily so much in spring. I do get some a little bit of allergies around this time and they dissipate. But like at the beginning of uh, the like holiday season, I have a similar thing. I feel like there's so much that people expect from me between like oh yeah August and January that it's just like constantly feeling a little everyone's got their things going on you're like oh I want to be there for everything I'm gonna try really hard and And I also don't terrible at it I need to have my alone time too and I don't know where to sprinkle it in there yeah um but no I I I have allergies all year long and right now is when they're always the worst yeah trees and grass are growing back I see you're struggling and so let's talk about sandwiches yeah so (laughs) one of our listeners um, what, what's his name? I think I have it written down here. Oh, Marshall, um, Beaupre. I think it's Beaupre. Beaupre? I'm pretty sure it's Beaupre. Beaupre. Anyway, one of our listeners suggested a topic to us and 
We're going to talk about it today. Um, hot dogs. Are they sandwiches? Is it a sandwich? What do you think, Yasmin? What is it? Do we need it? Do you have an opinion? Um, you know, I've never had to think about it in this manner, and it's been thought-provoking. Well. Because I like to think of it as something of its own. But if you think about the definition of a sandwich, which maybe— Well, I have the definition of sandwich oh, right oh, here. Oh, fantastic. Read it. So, what's this? Wikipedia or something? I don't know. I Google search sandwich, and this is what comes up. A sandwich is a food typically consisting of vegetables, sliced cheese or meat, placed on or between slices of bread, or more generally any dish wherein two or more pieces of bread serve as a container or wrapper for another food type. I love the or more. I like wow. that we're adding like some kind of club sandwich double-decker situation here. That's really thorough. It is You thorough. know, I think a hot dog is a sandwich. I was coming into this being like... Well, it is a meat A hot dog is breads. not a sandwich because like like a hot dog is a hot dog, but it's between two pieces of... No, it's between one piece of bread folded. Ooh, maybe you're right. You know what? It is one slice. It's one... It's not Kate? two pieces of bread. Kate? You've yes. really done it. We've done it. You've We've, done it. You know what? This is what it we're is here for. It is one incision piece of bread that With something is embedded inside. in. And you know what? I don't usually see. Does, is relish a vegetable? It says I mean, vegetables. It is vegetables. They're, they're sort yeah. of uh, brined or whatever fucking vegetables, right? Relish? I don't know. It's pickled cabbage. It's cabbage? Oh. No, it wait. Was like relish. Is, yes. Yes, pickled cucumbers. Huh. So it's pickled something. Right. I was thinking of kraut because I was thinking of a hot dog. My whole brain got scrambled. I'm surprised yeah. when you looked up sandwich, like Ladies of London and like the Earl of Sandwich kind of bullshit didn't show up. <laughs> Based on what my Google history is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, wow, I'm surprised even myself. I mean, this is what we're here for. Like if you guys ever have anything you want us to talk about on the show, like it's let us know. This is what we're here. We're here to surprise you and ourselves. My final answer, I think, is I personally do not consider it a sandwich any more than I consider an apple pie and a pizza pie the same thing. Wow. People say pizza pie. I'm like, I don't consider pizza a fucking pie. I you consider pizza no. pizza. But technically, is it a pie? Yes. But in my heart, it is not. <laughs> I feel like this could be another topic. <laughs> no, it cannot. Is it a pie? It cannot. <laughs> Bottom line, a hot dog is not a sandwich because it's not in between two slices of bread. And that's our opinion at Metaphys here, um, metaphys.co. But that is our opinion and not fact. All right. But seriously, though, our actual topic, even though that was such fun and such invigorating. Riveting. So riveting. Uh, our actual topic is about uh, manners. And may I please continue with your, with your uh, blessing? My blessing? Yes. May I please continue with the description? Yes, please. Okay. Continue. So we're talking about... You're blessed. <laughs> the difference between manners, etiquette, and just like making people feel good and welcome and all that good fun shit. Yeah. What all of it means to you, how you define it. Yeah. If it matters to you at all or yeah. a little or if totally, you give a fuck, completely. If, if fuck is offensive, if you don't care. Um, I guess this came around because... I don't know, watching Real Housewives of New York for so long. I mean, the Countess. There was a Countess involved. The, the Countess. Countess of Class. With her Money Can't Buy You Class. And she wrote a book. Mm-hmm. The, the Countess. Was it called Straight Out of Connecticut? It was probably I don't called, think like, it was. Countess Rules. I don't remember what the fuck the book was called. 
Um, she wrote a book on etiquette. I think it was class with the countess. <laughs> it probably was. I don't know. I think that's what it was class called. Class with the countess. Well, that's what it is from now on for the rest of forever. Also, I mean, begrudgingly and most recently, Potomac. <sighs> Potomac and their etiquette. I hate to talk about that show or that place like it's real. Yeah. I've been hate watching it because it's my job. Yeah. I've been trying to give it a chance. I've been trying to give it, you know, the old college try. Just, but, you know. <sighs> but we dropped out. They're fucking <laughs> For weird ladies. Their etiquette just turns me off. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know. I feel like Dorit in the Erica underwear falls under manners and etiquette, too. I think that's a really great place to start because, like, here you have Dorit who I think she's trying to say that, like, Erica's way of sitting was not correct. Erica's way of presenting herself wasn't correct. But I actually was raised that she was a guest in Erica's, in um, Dorit's home. Erica literally could have taken a shit on the fucking rug the way I was raised. And I would just be taught to make her feel comfortable and like she did nothing wrong, clean it up, figure it out, and just graciously make her feel like nothing bad happened. Yeah, like no stress. So like what happened? So the first thing that happened, I think, was um, with Dorit and Erica in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, Dorit had a birthday party and Erica wore like the most expensive t-shirt in the whole fucking world. And was, she was yeah, offended like by a that. T-shape. T-shirt dress. That was Machino one? Was that before the underwear thing? I think it was, it was after. That was after. Was she it? She re-offended. I'm pretty sure it was after. So, so let's background it. Erica went to a party at Dorit's house and was wearing a white dress that, like, you couldn't have, like, VPLs, like, visible, visible panty lines. Yeah. And so she didn't wear underwear, understandably. She inadvertently, I think was a little bit visible in her dress, and Dorit's husband caught a glimpse. PK, Ugh. Prince Kemsley, in all of his toad glory, caught a glimpse and was just, I don't know, disgustingly vocal about it, and Dorit also took that and ran with it. Um, That's literally what they did. They took it and they ran with it mm-hmm. the whole season. Yeah, and I mean, who ends up being the uncouth person there? The woman who didn't wear underwear and didn't sit right or the person who trotted that story all over town and her husband who spoke about it vulgarly? Right. I feel like what's the lesser offense, right? I just feel like a gentleman would have never spoken that way and a well, I don't know, a well-bred lady would have risen above talking about another woman's genitals. Or just making someone feel so uncomfortable for, like, no reason. It's like, oh, she, like, fucking made a mistake. I understand maybe differences in humor. Like, some people mm-hmm. want to make light of something to, like, get over it. Maybe you have Lisa Vanderpump's brand of British humor. She <laughs> did try to use that as her excuse. Like, oh, I just, like, I, I make funny jokes to get over things. But that's not what she's doing. She's still, she's using it as a joke to perpetuate it. She's not using it as a joke to get over it. She's using it to keep talking about it. I agree. I feel like she was perpetuating it and like for her own, I don't know, feelings of insecurity. I, I really do feel like I mean that her was husband where it was PK from. did say he couldn't look away. 
he said, I think almost verbatim, like, well, I mean, there was a view and what am I going to do? The view is pretty good, darling. I want to look at the view, like something along those lines of like, well, it wasn't bad. So how could I look away? And if your husband is saying that, I mean, where do you have to go? And then she has the nerve to like gift her underwear in front of everyone as if to be like, you know, like, here's what you do next time. Here are the rules and manners, whatever. What do you think about Lisa Vanderpump's um, argument, though, that she would have laughed it off and Dorit doing that was a way of taking the, like, gravity away from it. Like, it was, like, making light. If it was, like, while the circumstance was happening or, like, the day after being, like, I apologize, like, and, like, maybe here's something funny because I don't know how to, like, apologize properly. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I, I felt like this was, like, weeks later. She's, like, here's underwear in front of everyone on TV um, and mentioning it again in, like, a very sly way it's like it's like keeping it going i think erica is a lot similar to me in this situation where i could totally laugh about accidentally flashing someone mm-hmm. erica could have mm-hmm. what made her not able to is that a lot of this joke went on without her present yeah if you had laughed with me and been like right in that moment your hoo-ha is fucking hanging out i would have been like oh my god jesus like I would have laughed about it and like, this is so embarrassing. I could have made a joke about it and like just again to take the embarrassment away and make light of it. The next five times we could have laughed about it again. Yeah. I think the reason that the kibosh was put on laughing about it is that you did most of that behind her back. And I think if someone's not in on the joke, they're ultimately going to feel like they're being laughed at and not with. Yeah, especially Dorit talking like maliciously about it, like with her husband PK, like on camera. Like this is going to be seen at some point. And they're talking about it like she did it on purpose, like she's mm-hmm. some sort of like crazy vagina whore. Like I don't know a vagina whore. A vagina whore. Is yeah. there any better kind? I mean, um, <laughs> I'm on Team Erica. I am as far as manners go on that. Yeah, I think who had the worst manners? I would say that Dorit I mean, PK, PK had, had the, the worst, worst manners. manners, and then Dorit underneath because she stuck up for the guy. Yes, agreed. <laughs> There were other examples. I mean, we talked about, like, the Countess Luann, who my note on her from the first few seasons, like, Countess Luann is a woman from (laughs) rural Connecticut um, who uh, married a count and became sort of a, you know, higher in standing in life or in class, as she would like to say. Um, And she took that on and is very into saying, like, Oh, darling, we don't do that, and we don't do this at parties, and we don't do this. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I remember a scene with her and Bethany where, like, they were getting into, a, like, a, a livery cab or, like, a limousine. And um, Bethany politely introduced herself to Luann's driver and was like, hey, I'm Bethany. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, yeah, this is Luann. And Luann took her back into the car, into the back of it. It was like, you shouldn't be introducing me as Luann to the driver. (laughs) And that, to me, spoke the difference between, I don't know what it's between. but Like classism, maybe? It's hard to explain, but I think it really showed that Bethany maybe had a more... um, bread and rearing kind of upbringing than Luann. Like maybe Bethany had like manners and Luann had maybe just more like etiquette. Bethany was raised richer for one thing. Let's just say that. 
and was sent to better schools than Luann. Luann grew up not that well off in a family in Connecticut. And I'm not saying it's better or worse, but I think your ideas of what manners are can be very surfacey mm-hmm. or very grandiose. Like the idea is like, oh, darling, the driver doesn't speak to us. That's not actually what manners are. No. You're, you're, like I was taught to just be respectfully distant to everybody. Like to strangers, you say your pleases and thank yous and you treat everyone very um, evenly. That's the kind of manners I was taught. It doesn't have anything to do with like their standing yeah. in society. Yeah, no, it becomes like a really like classist thing. It's like, well, there are certain people that I speak to like a human. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people who like don't get that from me. They're not worthy. That's and basically yeah, what And like within those sects, like I definitely was middle class. Like, you know, I'm not like, you know, a duchess or anything <laughs> like that. But I think within my rearing or like teaching about like how to like treat people there were like certain things that like maybe you privately thought that people should not take these liberties with you privately but those are never vocalized and i think someone vocalizing that in my upbringing would have been very fucking déclassé you mean the thing that um like countess Louis yeah, vocalized. Saying, you, you said my name to the driver. Like, you might think that. You might feel that. Yeah. But you always make someone feel comfortable. And you're always gracious. But she says it in front of the driver. Mm-hmm. And also on television. Yeah. On national television. And that everyone that I ever grew up with would have cringed at that. Oh, you, my God. You'd never do that. You think it. And it's very hypocritical. I'm not saying that it's ideal. People have those thoughts. They have those snobberies. But they don't express them for vocally. Like, that to me was very, like, telling of where she was coming from with her ideas of what manners are. Yeah. Like a very um it's late learned. Yeah, like it's she late learned. Didn't she's come like kind of it. mimicking it. Yeah, and she's just like doing what she thinks she should be doing. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. I think we should go into like maybe like what are what our um introduction to the idea of manners were. Like what was yours say? I don't like okay. I'm like, sorry, mom, if you're like listening to this and like dad, although I don't think you would listen to this, but like, (laughs) I don't remember being brought up with like manners. Like, I don't remember that being drilled into my brain being like, you have to say this to this people and certain things. I mean, I guess if I was brought up with manners, it was when I was too young to remember. Like, you know, when you see parents around with their kids and they're like, oh, make sure you say thank you. Or, like, what do you say when someone says hello to you? You say hello back and shit like that. That probably happened to me. Well, that's um, very significant. Not everyone is taught that. Oh, I don't know. I don't particularly remember it, though, but I'm assuming that happened. But I don't know. I've always been, like, a very socially awkward person as well as a, as well as a very sh- socially awkward kid. And I never really liked being touched. I still don't like being touched. Mm-hmm. All my friends know this. Um, and I do remember, like, kind of, like, it wasn't, like, traumatic or anything, but I do remember, like, you're supposed to hug, you know, like, your grandparents and, like, uncles and aunts. And, like, I didn't give a shit about that. Like, that was fine. But I remember, like, in my core being, being like, I don't really want to hug. You would have done pretty well <laughs> in, like, the way that I was taught manners, which is you don't invade other people's personal space. Yeah. Versus, like, now I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm a grown adult. I don't want to hug you. Please leave me alone. Um, but when I was a kid, that's the only thing that really stands out was just kind of, like, my parents make me hug my family sometimes. And I didn't really want to. 
So that's, but it wasn't a big deal. I was like the table manners thing emphasized. No, like I mean, no. My brother would sit across from me at the table with like his shirt over his head, like Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would eat his food upside down. He would always eat his food upside down, whatever it was, pizza, like pop tarts, um, forks, pizza pie, like forking into his mouth upside down, um, hot dog sandwich. I would dip carrots in water just because like I really wanted to. Like we didn't have like table manners, but I never was like crazy. Like we never stood on the tables, we never stood on the chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I never like got up without saying anything. Like, yeah, I don't know. I was never like a huge dick, so it was never. No, and you're not I drilled think you're very into my head certain manners, but. No, I don't, I don't it wasn't I, humongously emphasized. No, the it wasn't idea like of it. no, no. I definitely grew up in a in an environment, not just my household, but like also like the schools I went to. Like I went to like I grew up abroad, and I went to uh, private schools, and they alternated between being like English system and like American system, and like. The English systems, I would say, were more about, like, you get up when your teacher comes in, like, you all mm-hmm. jump to your feet, and um, you have to keep your elbows off the table, and, like, you have to <laughs> sort of pull your socks up, and it very, like, rigid, very rigid. Um, I don't ascribe to all of that. I really don't have a whole lot of thoughts about, like, table manners. Like, I literally could give a fuck. If you're not shoving your face into your food and grunting and slurping, I'm not going to have anything to say about your table manners. I will say certain things have come up from becoming an adult and entertaining that, like, I do value that I was taught my way. I'm not saying it's the right way, but when I was growing up, and this also comes from my African family, when you have someone in your house you just wait on them hand and foot. Like, they don't do anything, and you just, you are hospitable to them. Like, they are just a guest. They may as well be an invalid. Like, (laughs) they don't move. You try to anticipate their needs. Because there's also, like, if you're raised in the same way, you're imagining they're never going to ask for anything because we were also raised not to ask for things. You wait until you're offered. So like there's a whole exchange of that. And so I found it kind of sometimes disorienting going over to like friends' houses when I was in college and like they're like, oh, could you bring me shrimp like for me to cook? And like, could you clean them? And like, could you take out the garbage? Like, could you wash dishes? Like I was a little bit like, and I'm, I don't, I'm not, I don't mind doing any of those things. I was just a little bit like, oh, that's not what I was raised with. Like a little jarring. Like I was raised like, I will, no one will do anything in my house except for me, you know, Um, if they're my guest. Yeah. So like, uh, so that's more just like the etiquette-y stuff. That's the best I can do with etiquette because mostly I don't give a shit about it. Yeah. I would just say that I find it enjoyable and, like, a valuable experience to just, like, fully be hospitable to someone. But, like, that's more of an a hobby than something that I think makes you a better or worse person. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like that's, like, a, like, an observed thing, too. Like, my mom is the same way. Like, my parents would always, like, throw parties. And, like, if it was, like, a Christmas party or something like that, we'd always have it at our house um, or we'd try to because my mom just likes hosting parties. Yeah. Um, and for her parties, like, she always wants to have, like, everything already figured out. She's got all the apps figured out, the drinks. Like, no one has to 
No one has to do anything. And if someone offers to do something like, oh, hey, like, Shell, my mom's name's Michelle. Hey, Shell, you need help with the dishes. She's always like, no, but the people always do it anyways. And, yeah, you know, like seeing that interaction. So, like, that's what I do. Like, I always want to, like, I like having people over. I like having parties. I like doing a thing. I like serving people and, like, not having them do anything. And it's more of, like, a learn. She didn't tell me to do this. I just, like, saw her do it. Yeah. And I want to do that. Well, it looks enjoyable, right? So, like, maybe that's yeah. more just, like, it's something that I observed that I appreciated about my upbringing. Um, but I don't think it's wrong when people do it a different way. I think yeah. that could be, like, a kind of a beautiful communal thing. Like, we all work together. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just, like, it's not what I was raised with and it's not what I necessarily want to emulate. But I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, and in, in terms of just general manners, my whole leaning towards it, I think, is like, I'm an emotional person. Many people are emotional people. We're all trying to work together in a society. And I think taking the emotion out of it and just having rules could be helpful. I just consider manners to be order. You don't have to think it's right to not litter. You don't have to think it's right to not say thank you and please. You don't have to think it's right deep in your soul. You just know these are the rules. And if you carry them out, you're never going to be on the tail end of mess. Yeah. To me, it's just a really simple way of maintaining order that you can just mindlessly follow. And I know people don't like the term mindlessly follow, but sometimes it can take pressure off of people. I mean, it totally does. I'm When I was growing up um, with like my whole social stuff like I was never really taught like to ask people how they are or anything like that my parents didn't like I would never think to teach this either like they never taught me like say like hey how are you to people and like make eye contact with people and stuff like that so even up until high school um like I wouldn't make eye contact while talking to people I wouldn't be like hi how are you I would mumble a lot like I just, I couldn't, I didn't know how to talk to people. And I had to like slowly learn it up until maybe like the end of college is when I got comfortable like mm-hmm. talking to people normally. And I wish I was just kind of like taught those types of manners because they're much more easier. It's a lot easier to navigate life when I know like, oh, people want to ask, people want to be asked how they are. That, people want yeah. to be looked in the eye when they're talking to you like they want you to be like oh okay and like I want that too like I want someone to listen to me like it's all it's common stuff it's not like rules that you don't naturally maybe want to follow I feel like yeah like maybe you fell into them on your own just realizing like there's so many like new categories that I'm thinking of the more that we talk to each other (laughs) like when you say that I'm like that falls under social graces which is under the heading of manners Social graces are like being able to like put someone at ease, maybe oh, yeah. dis, uh, like um, disarm them. Um, yeah, just make them feel kind of comfortable, like in general, just with your demeanor. Mm-hmm. And like that is a part of like manners that you're taught if you're taught very rigid manners. <laughs> and then there's like the table mannersy stuff. And there's a very like just like I don't even know what to call this sort of impalpable like you touch this with this hand and use this fork. Well, like that to me is the one that I'm like, literally this does not matter. This is for kings and queens. Like that's what, the mm-hmm. only thing that like maybe makes sense is that like, if Don't get everyone, me wrong, I was taught those too. I just think they're bullshit. <laughs> if everyone doesn't have their food, don't start like stuffing your face right away. Yeah. Like if there's still one person sitting there, I'm not saying don't touch your food because that's also like awkward, I feel like. 
because you're putting that person on the spot because they don't have their food and you have yours. That's a good example. But maybe just like pick at the French fry. <laughs> That's a good example. I think that is a good one to talk about how maybe a rule was created to make a better evening for everybody. Yeah. Like if you meet five people, one person gets their food, they shovel it down. It's a little bit weird waiting for the last person to like eat food. So it's not just like some archaic bullshit thing. Like I don't care if you use a tiny fork, a big fork, a middle side spoon. Like that doesn't hurt anybody. Your I really elbows. literally don't care if you use your hands. I don't care where you put your hands on the table. But that one maybe was created to create like make I don't know, just a more seamless night. Yeah, like if you're putting no one on the spot or whatever. Yeah. That being said, I think that my (laughs) adjustment to that would be like when someone says directly, go ahead and start. That should just be honored and that should just be fine. You set the polite thing of like, I will wait. And if someone says, no, 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 don't worry about it. Go ahead. Then that should just be Like, What are you going to do? Make it weird and say no? Because at that point, it's just weird. Yeah. Like your manners now are taking precedence over someone being comfortable. And that's when they're not manners anymore, frankly. <laughs> manners can become a bit of a clusterfuck of everybody wanting to like, I don't know, mutually people please. Yeah. Uh, that gets problematic when you're like, no, 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 I got it. No, 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 I got it. Like, can I tell you working in service? I know you have this too. <sighs> Offering to pay the check also is a big thing that I was taught. Like, oh my God. you should offer... Everyone should offer. Eventually someone wins. You know who that's not good manners to? The person who's trying to just take a credit card from someone. It makes it awkward. Like people seem to get like angry over it. Like I constantly have like two or three people trying to pay a tab being like, no, I got it. Don't take his money because it's his birthday. No, no, it's my birthday. But like he paid for like the last four dinners we had. Oh, his mom just died. He can't pay for anything. Just like. What am I supposed to do with this? They are both being the kings and champions of manners, but they're forgetting one person. The person who both of them are waving their credit card in their face and not treating like a human, which is me, where they're both like, I'm going to pay him. No, no, no. Don't fucking take his money. Like, like what? Swearing at you, shoving credit cards and like slamming credit cards out of your hands. I've and had credit cards grabbed out of my hands for looking that. Looking like at you being like, don't you dare take his money. I've had people say that to me. Like, look at me like with death in her eyes. Be like, don't you dare take his credit card. Don't don't you dare. <laughs> you are. Like, what? Super classy right now. You guys now. need to calm down. You the guys came Countess out to have a good time. has a time. chapter about you. <laughs> I'm going to get my own etiquette book. So and it's called Don't Stare Down the Bartender. <laughs> Don't make us have a horse in your who gets a check race. Like, we'll write our own book. Um, So I feel like we've maybe already talked about, like, what – or maybe you haven't. What manners or, like, pieces of etiquette that you think – what are well, – okay, I'm going to start over because my stutter. What are certain <laughs> manners or pieces of etiquette that you think should just die? Um, If die. Yes. I think – the ones that pertain to where your hands go on a table are not very important to me. Elbows. Um, I think. Uh, I have one. I, that maybe is it. Um, I love manners. I hate when people say, like, respect your elders just arbitrarily. Oh, no. no matter what that. the elder is doing or saying. I hate that. I think that mannerism or whatever it is. I guess it falls under manners, right? Mm-hmm. Respecting your elders. 
It does for me. Like I understand where it comes from. Cause it's like, oh, like that person may be old and has has lived a long time and has more experience than you. So maybe like give them the benefit of the doubt when they're like trying to convey their experiences to you or like help you through life. Like respect your elder in that way where it's like they know more than you maybe. So like just give them the benefit of the doubt. But I feel like it's used now where it's like my, you know, elder is just being crazy and like inappropriate towards me in some way. And they're like, well, respect your elders. You can't call them out. They're old. They don't have much time left on this earth. And I just, I think it's, I hate it. No, I agree with you in that I definitely feel like I can have a disagreement with someone who's older than me and, you know, keep my composure as such. I think um, I maybe it's my Africanness. We do have a deference to elders and just to like our ancestor. Just people who are older seem like they sort of carry like knowledge for for us, for me, mm-hmm. I'm just going to speak for myself. That's the best way to go. I do feel a lot of like reverence for like my elders. Um, however, that doesn't mean I can't disagree with them. And I think that has been a cultural rift sometimes. If I disagree with an elder, am I disrespecting them? I don't think so. Right. Um, I value all their experience that is, you know, larger than mine. Um, I value, like, their relevance, like, in the larger construct of, like, my life that I was not necessarily privy to in my younger age um, and maybe how much they've supported me and all of that good stuff. But if I don't think you're right, I think I can say so as long as I'm not saying so with expletives yeah, in like a way attitude. that doesn't disrespect you. And I don't think all of my elders would always agree. But, yeah, I mean, that's maybe a moving parts, like – is disagreeing with your elders, disrespecting them. I've been approached, and this comes into other, like, areas of, like, etiquette and whatever that I don't care about. Here's one. I don't care how anyone sits. I have definitely been at a party with, um, when I was, like, maybe 14, with some of my dad's friends, and I'm sitting Indian style, and an older uncle, and if you're West African or maybe other ethnicities, too, um, an older uncle who's not really an uncle, but is just someone you call uncle because they're part of your family, walked up and was like, wouldn't you want to sit properly like a lady? Uh, my answer to that is definitely no. And I think that's bullshit. <laughs> you know, sorry to like bring this up again, Erica Jane, at your expense, but I was wearing underwear. <laughs> I was actually wearing pants and I'm not sitting in any way that's like, inappropriate or tantalizing i think that actually plays into maybe my feminist areas where it's like we're not always tantalizing everybody by everything we do it's a gender roles thing man it's so stupid i mean we're not even the ones with stuff that hangs out in between our legs but we have to close them yeah and that that just goes along with i want my idea of manners to grow with my perception of the world I was raised with very archaic and very, like, set-in-stone manners that have been around since the Middle Ages and before, probably, like, B.C. And so I want to make sure they graduate along with my perception and along with, like, what I learn. And I think the way people sit does not matter. I know. I mean, what fight are we really fighting when we're saying you set the wrong way? (laughs) Yeah. Where is this really going? But that's a humongous part of – I mean – if you take an etiquette lesson, oh, yeah. they'll tell you exactly how to cock your um, leg crossing to the side. 
Oh, geez. No, I mean, it's it's a thing. I learned that in boarding school. I would so love to take, like, an etiquette class just to, like, learn all of that. I feel like it's very interesting in, Mm -hmm. like, an artsy kind of way just or just to, like, know it, just to know things. I don't know. I would love to take an etiquette class just to see what the right way to cross my legs is. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't want to completely, like, demean it. Like, there are so many areas. Again, like, my attachment to manners and I do have an attachment to manners comes from my idea that you don't have to think about offending people or how you're being perceived based on your moods or your general like personal proclivities. You just do these things and you just sort of maybe know you're not offending people because you're following these general rules. Yeah. They don't bring your emotions into it. And some of the things like how you sit, what like if you had those manners, would you have been in a situation that Erica Jane was in? No, you wouldn't have to deal with that shit. I'm not saying that's right, but you wouldn't have had to deal with that shit because you would have always had your legs closed the exact perfect way. Yeah, you're right. I don't think <laughs> that I want people to feel that controlled and that rigid, but there's a place for... But also, like, the manners comes in the place where, like, if someone, quote-unquote, like Erica Jane, like bucks up and like doesn't have their legs closed when they don't have underwear on and someone like see something the manners should come into play at like the second level where it's like the host of the party or whoever saw it should just be able to just deal with that and make the person feel fine because they didn't fucking mean it like if any of those people were brought up with the same manners that I was no one would have said a right? word about There's that. There's got to be levels to it where it's like, we you know, have, honestly, it failed at this level. The I'm, next level is not going to fail. I'm, yes. I'm not saying, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that, like, it comes from, like, the most pure place. Probably everyone that I knew would have been talking shit about this person. And they're, like, you know, wardrobe malfunction behind their back. But to their face, no one would have let on. No one. No one would have ever said a word. They would not said a word in mixed company. It would have never come up in a conversation with a bunch of people. Right. Like Or like gifting them underwear, like very cattily later, like I mean, that's gauche. (laughs) 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 Giving someone underwear in general who's, you know, in public is probably not like part of what I was raised. What conversation are you trying to start when you do that? Yeah. Um, so another question I have you. What manners like, so if you if you could control the world and you could have everyone in the world follow, oh, I like this. if you could have everyone in the world follow two to three manners of your choosing, what would they be? Oh, gosh. For instance, let me start. Um, I would always, I would have it so that someone always brings something to a party. Like, that's just like a rule I want everyone to have. If you're going to a party, it doesn't have to be like a big thing. It could be a small thing. Just mm-hmm. everyone brings something, whether it's even just like the thing that you're going to be consuming. Yeah, always bring something to a party. Contribute. Number two, without being asked. Yes. Number two, don't fucking spit on the sidewalk in public. Who are you? Who are these people who do this? I hate it. I hate walking on the street in New York City and seeing like dudes and ladies and any gender like just like hawking loogies. Like get a tissue. I hate it. I, I hate think it's disgusting. That. But I want to say like. And I don't even want to mention where I've seen it more prevalently because I don't want to get into a whole like <laughs> race thing or whatever, like cultural thing. But I have noticed that it is very normal in many places to like hawk lukies. Sure. So I'm like, if it is normal, 
in your space to do that. Not judging. Oh, yeah. No, like if I'm going to go to like, I mean, even walking down the street here, I'm not even saying like if I'm going to go to another country and that's like accepted. Like it's like it's accepted in New York. Like yeah. people do it all the like time. Like if you went to a fictional country called like, I'm like staring at a pen. <laughs> I'm looking at your pen. A I'm fictional saying, country called and pen. And people just hawk loogies left and right. Maybe it's just so, de- you're so desensitized and it's so normalized. It's not gross. And of course, like I'm not going to say anything. Like I don't say anything now as it is. But you like in my in my then. perfect world, in my perfect world, no one would hog loogies on the street. And also in my perfect world, um, everyone would zipper merge while they were driving. Because yeah. it's just it just makes everything go faster and easier. Like you let one person go and then you go. And then like that person that let you go lets one person go. And yes. it's just a zipper effect and it makes everything go smoother. And I don't know why everyone's trying to one up everyone. And that would be my perfect world. With manners. I want to piggyback the sentiment of the zipper driving and just make that a larger thing of organization. I think when I was in, like, so I I was going to, like, high school and elementary school, other than when I was in Rome, mostly in, like, third world countries. And in that area, for me, I was, it was very, like, insular and, like, you don't really have to interact too much with, like, other people and, like, a commute to, like situation like there's like, not traffic or whatever there is but i wasn't so involved in that you yeah. know like we were very like in a bubble but um i will say just from like my experience like say when i was in europe people organized very well like with seamlessly and i think it's because of the manners they're taught people <laughs> let people out of a room before they go into a room oh yeah people let people out of an elevator before they barge into one people Stand to the side on an escalator. No one is telling them to. No one's writing anything on the escalator to make them do that. People walk up and down on alternate sides of the stairs. And moving to New York, I mean, holy shit. (laughs) It's It's We just all want to shove into each other for no apparent reason. Like you said, with traffic, we're going to cut each other off. We're going to not let each other in. That, to me, is what manners are for. Today, you're in a hurry. Today, you really want to get where you're going. But this rule exists, and you adhere to it. It doesn't matter how you feel. You just adhere to it. It doesn't matter if you're a great person, bad person, whatever person. It's just a rule. That's what manners are for to me. It's just about organization. It's about being able to live with people. So I would say just in the area of like, Traffic, human traffic, not human trafficking. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me back up. Let's back up. Pedestrian traffic, car traffic, you know, just commuter rails, whatever traffic. I would say that's an area that I would like to implement very hardcore manners. Throughout the world. Don't lean on the pole, you psycho. Oh my God. Don't go down the stairs. When everyone is running after a train and then be like, huh, am I on the wrong side? And just stop at the bottom of the stairs. Just don't do these things that are inconsiderate. Like, just know better. Organize. Do you know what I love? (laughs) (laughs) Again, I feel like you don't love it. Um, When you're coming out of the subway and as someone gets closer to the top of the stairs, they're slowing down. You know this is going to happen. They get to the top of the stairs and they don't come to the complete stop. But they just, like, slow down. They, like, bask in the sunshine for a bit, take out their phone as they're slowly walking away. Yeah. Like, they like slowing down when you come to the top of the stairs, like, yeah. everyone's going at a certain speed. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? 
Really? Uh, God only knows. You're stopping traffic. You're not thinking much about us. That's not. for damn sure. I had this experience coming back from New Orleans where I went. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was on a JetBlue flight. And this is like a turducken of like fucked upness in wow. terms of manners. Like it's just like stuffed and a stuffed and a stuffed. So like this group of people is trying to exit a plane. This one guy gets into the aisle and is slowly putting on his jacket, checking his pockets for his boarding pass. We're all behind him waiting. Um, and me and my boyfriend are kind of like laughing about him being like, this is insane. And then this lady behind us is like, you're the only person here. No one else matters. And I'm like, this is like a, a fucking, yeah, it's like a freaking Russian doll of bad manners. Like, I'm not going to yell at him anymore that I'm going to stand in an aisle and do this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just sort of going to say this guy has terrible self-awareness. Try to laugh it off. And and not make a scene, you know, yeah. like this woman is going to like scream and yell expletives in front of children and like mixed company. So it's just I don't know. But you asked me what I would keep all of that. I would keep all of the organizational skills and I would also probably keep what I was taught about how to be hospitable. Mm-hmm. I really do value that. I enjoy it. I feel like it makes me who I am. Um and third and not least, I would probably alleviate the use of what. <laughs> I don't like when people say what, who are not like very. If you say what to me right now, I don't care. What? That's <laughs> totally fine I with that. To. But like if you if I went into a restaurant and I was ordering something and I was like, oh, could I get like a mimosa? Why did I say mimosa? I didn't order that. <laughs> if I said I was going to get like. A tequila gimlet. I mean, be you. <laughs> and the person was like, what? Yeah, that's weird and no. jarring. I see. I see now. You're right. That really, that bothers me. I feel like that is so aggressive. At first I was like, what are you talking about? But now I get it. Because if that happened to me in a service standpoint, I didn't hear a customer. I'd be like, I'm sorry? What was that? You or would least, say I'm or sorry. Least, what was that? What did you say? I'm sorry. I don't mind if someone <laughs> says, what's that? Yeah. What was that? I'm what? Not asking to speak perfect English or anything. Like, I would probably say, excuse me. I don't mind. What's that? I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. My time? bags. I what? missed that. Like, yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Like, any of that. What is. What? No. <laughs> did you answer oh, this funny. already? Oh, yeah, I did. I answered it first. Hmm. Let's get the fuck out of here. I, I think, think I think we're so. done with this right now. Yeah. I think we're done with this for now. It was a fun topic. It was. I mean, funner than this topic. I think the star of this show was the hot dog sandwich debacle. I mean, if you, if you if you came here for the hot dog and, you, and you've listened this far, wow. Is it a hot dog? Is like, it a sandwich? Is it a hot dog sandwich? I mean, we already it's, – it's not a sandwich. But uh, Says us. No, our, like I make the rules. No, our manners dictate that your opinion matters. Fucking manners got the window right endlessly now. endlessly charming. The dictionary said – Two pieces of bread. Um, do you have your get the fuck out Two moment? Two breads, one dog. Um, no, please go. <laughs> All right, let's see. Thanks I've for got, asking, like, though. Please list. and thank you. And I think I want to go with an epidemic of mass proportion that I've noticed. <gasps> I know. Um, 
Why don't dudes like flush the toilet when they're hammered? I feel like at my bar and any bar I've worked at and any bar I've gone to like and gotten drunk at, I go into the bathroom after a guy and the toilet seat's always up. And I'm not going to get into manners right now because we're over, <laughs> we're over manners. Toilet seat's always up and the toilet's never flushed. Like dudes, when they're hammered, never flush the toilet. And That's it's weird really and I gross. hate it. And like, and like drunk pee smells very potent. Oh God! You know, it's please. like it's You're got no water a real in it. Picture. It's got no water in it. It just smells like whatever you ate, whatever you drank. Oh, okay, your it bad like manners. Your pheromones, in me. all of. I don't want to smell any of it. Um, but yeah, dudes never flush the toilet when they're drunk. I feel like I don't get this. Like if a lady comes out, it's not an epidemic. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't work as a bartender, but I do know bitches are nasty in bathrooms. Yeah, no, they are. I'm not saying that they're not nasty they in bathrooms. They get nasty. I am focusing on flushing the toilet. I'm not focused on water on the floor and the ceiling. Pee and like everywhere. Pee everywhere. I'm, we all know about <laughs> shit, girl. Pee on the floor. I'm focusing just on flushing the toilet. I don't We're get it. We're not going to brush over shit, girl. Because then I feel weird like sitting down. Are, are we going to brush over shit, girl? I'm not. Oh, we're brush. Are we not? We're not gonna. Am I gonna tell? Okay, I gotta tell the story about shit girl. All right, so we were at a bar, and there was this like crazy lady there who like got into a fight with one of our friends. She looked really normal though. It's important to say. Oh no, no, she was like a cute girl with a pixie cut. She just like acted crazy. Got into a fight with one of our friends, so like we were aware of her the whole night because there were altercations with her before, Um, and. We just ended up leaving the bar before she did. Um, the next day, <laughs> the next night, we went back to the bar because we were one of those bitches who went out every night. And we talked about them in the last episode. Yeah. Don't ask us any more questions so about this. So the same bartender was working and he was like, oh my God, when you guys left last night, that chick that you know you guys are fighting with or your friend was fighting with, um, she went to the bathroom and she didn't come out. So the bartender went up to the door and was like trying to open it. And it was locked, obviously, because most people lock the door. And he was like, hey, what's going on in there? Like, you need to come out. And she like, I don't remember if she was answering or not. Oh, no, no, she was. She she said she couldn't get out. Yeah, she, she, she locked herself in a little bit. And drunk. the bartender was just like, dude, you, you, if you can't come out, I got to call the cops because I can't get you out. You have the lock on your side. You need to unlock the door. Like you can't live in there. Right. Basically. So like if you can't get yourself out, if you can't figure it out, I got to call the police mm-hmm. to get you out. <laughs> um. So she, he's like trying to give her a minute, whatever. It's like a back and forth for a while. Eventually, she gets out. Yeah. And she finishes her drink really quick and she leaves. Um. He goes into the bathroom and it's like covered head to toe and shit. Like walls. Like on the walls, the door, on the floor, the flow, the mirror, the toilet. <laughs> From the window like there's mir- the- to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> there's shit everywhere. This shit pooped all over the stall. <laughs> yeah. And it, what? And I guess she tried to come back in like the next morning. Yeah. The next something. day. No, the it was like day. the next night. Like, like she just tried to come in and have a beer the next night. Like and he cash. was like, no, 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 no. And so she's been shit girl ever since. Yeah. So yeah, guys shouldn't do that. Yeah, so like guys still should flush the toilet. <laughs> I think the might get the fuck out moment is just shit girl. <laughs> I'm just gonna call that a day. Shit girl is my get the fuck out moment. Her. 
Shit girl. It's her. We haven't like really seen her in a very long time. Yeah. She's, she's, the fuck she's out still it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did suck. That was, was good rude. enough for me. Yeah. She was a dick. Who shit? Shit all over the walls. Everywhere. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Um, thanks for listening to everything. Um, if you have questions or comments or if you have an idea of things you want us to talk about, we have an email and we have a Twitter and now we have an Instagram, Instagram. and all of the links are in the description of wherever you're looking at. Um, they're all different because I suck at this, but yeah, let us know if you know us personally, I guess maybe let us know on our personal shits. It'd be pretty good manners for you to listen to this and yeah. like it. If and you had any manners, if you had any class and etiquette, etiquette class at all being classy, you would listen to our podcast and give us good feedback and like like us share it comment tell your mom all that stuff don't give us don't send me any bad stuff i'm gonna say it once i'll say it again like I, I feel like i've said this and you know one or two people have not listened um do not send me shit i don't want to hear i don't care about your critical feedback um send me only good things okay thank you Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Our goodbyes are always so long. We can't help it. I know. I thought we went long enough. On-